Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Bring him in now. Eric Baranchek of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. So, Eric, uh, we asked last week if this is a big win, if indeed the Packers got it, and they did. Most seem to say yes. Now there are people going, well, I don't know how great of a win it was. And, look, I gave some statistics regarding uh, Drew Brees at the top of the show. And Drew Brees, he has not been a guy passing downfield for quite some time. He was 28th last, 29th, and 30th, and now last in the league again, going all the way back to 2016. It's not like he was chucking it all over the place. So, is this a good win for the Green Bay Packers against a quarterback that everybody seems to point the finger at and says he's aging? Well, of course it's a, it's a good win, I think. I mean, uh, it, it, it played probably the premier running back in the league, and we're able to uh, to pull that out. And I, I, I think any time you go to an opposing team and go to their house and, and beat them up, that's a, that's a pretty good thing. I don't, unless they're uh, so terrible, but, heck, I, you know, I, I think it was a great win. Last night, 52% of the dropbacks were play action uh, with Aaron Rodgers. It really, when he talks about the flow of the offense and the flow of the play calling, it seems like this was complete affirmation of Aaron Rodgers, his head coach, the system, the understanding, being on the same page. Uh, I mean, doesn't it look and feel and seem and sound like that right now? Well, absolutely. You know, the. The, it's funny that you, you brought that up, and I'm glad you brought it up because of the, that's a tough, tough offense to play if you're in the middle of the defense. Um, you know, linebackers got to got have got to be um, um, cognizant of the run, and you know, most of their big plays came off of run action. Um, you know, the, the one I think the the deep ball to Lazard. Um, I'm not. I don't think that was uh, there wasn't much run action there on that one. It was. You know, just the, the running back stepping in front of the quarterback to block, but everything else was run action on the big plays. And I think uh, you know it's really hard if you're a safety and if you're a linebacker that you know there's so much whiz bang stuff going around in front of you, whether it's jet sweep or, or you know you know in the run game they're, they're pulling a tight end backside to pick up the 
end man on the line of scrimmage so he doesn't uh, sneak in and, uh, um, and make a play on the, from the backside or it takes away cutoff lanes or opens a cutoff lane. Now, now you're running that guy out, um, you know, out into the flat. That's, that's tough for a linebacker because you saw it happen several times to the Saints linebackers. They're, they're biting on the run and, oh, geez, I got to get my tail out to the flat because this guy's wide open, you know. So it's, um, it's tough. It's tough for the middle part and, and for safeties. You're always at, looking for a safety to make a, make a mistake. And as soon as they do, you go over the top. So I thought, I thought it was, it was, uh, the run, the run action is, is fantastic. It's really opened up things for their offense. Looking at this defense, we know it's not great. Uh, I think we would be remiss if we said anything above, you know, above good or above average. But uh, with Kenny Clark out, Rashawn Gary going down, Christian Kirksey going down, some of the young guys getting some experience. I did like the way uh, Oren Burks played specifically on special teams. Ty Summers got his feet wet, looks a little bit lost, but seemed at, at, to kind of pick up his play as time went on. But uh, how much better if they get everybody back? How much better do you think the defense gets? Or it, I, I think what we're looking at is a team that has to score a lot of points and get a takeaway or two in the process to be able to suffice when it comes to wins throughout the season. Oh, for sure. I mean, to say they're, I, I you know, they're average. They're in the, in the, I would, I, and I didn't look at the stats today, and I don't probably will after after week four, but they're probably in the middle of the pack. But what I thought was really uh, exciting was there was the drive right after the Packers um, uh, went up, they kicked a field goal to go up 30-27. to 27. They come out with a three and out, and primarily made by no-name players on that drive. You had, you know, you had uh, uh, Barnes get an ankle tackle. Um, he tripped up uh, uh, Camara, and then you saw uh, Summers, Ty Summers, go and get an ankle tackle on Harris. And then you saw it's third down and five now, so you've got to go to your guy and you run a screen out to Kamara. And you saw 20 set it up perfectly, so he, you know, he had to turn it in. So he set the edge, 30 standing there. And then you, if you watch the play in slow motion, you see Kamara look inside and there's a whole slew of white jerseys coming. And he just put his head down and tried to get a little as much as he could. I, I thought that series was by guys who weren't, Typically, you know, they're not your star players that went out there and made plays on that series. That was a huge series to get off the field on three and out right after the Packers go down and kick that field goal. So I, I think um, there's some, some, there's something to be a little bit excited about about the defense. It's going to come together hopefully, but it's not, you know, it is, a, it's not a finished product. They still got to fix the run fits a little bit on the outside. But you saw Keekley make some plays and not just. The two sacks, I mean, he blew up a screenplay by getting out there uh, and running with the offensive lineman in a, in a uh, critical part. And, I, and you, you saw him get some penetration. You saw some penetration up with uh, for Lowry. Even Lancaster got in on some of that. So you see what the way they're doing on defense. If they're being single blocked up front with your hands on the ground, they're just trying to get penetration to kind of kick, kick back the cutbacks. And hopefully their linebackers are there. But I think for them to, to be better against the run, so you're going to have some better play out of Amos. I mean, there were times where the alley was wide open and he was slow to get to the alley. Uh, you know, on the big run by Camara, you can hang some, a, pretty, a pretty fair amount of blame on that guy because he got turned. He did not take a good angle. He was caught flat-footed and got, got stuck. So I think 
you know, there are some reasons to be excited about the defense, but it's going to take a little bit of time to kind of pull some of it together. Um, I wanted to ask you also, when you talk about the defensive side, um, without Kenny Clark, uh, Kiki, I thought, played extremely well. He showed big moments. When Kenny Clark comes back, do you expect Kiki now to start getting playing time? Do you start moving him around with Lancaster and Lowry and company? Well, for sure. I mean, he showed now that – I mean, he did a little bit last year too. And, um, you know, remember, he's a a second-year guy coming in. Um, so yeah, I think he, he showed a little bit of, of some, some moxie. I thought he showed some explosion to be able to get around the end on that first sack. You know, that was attack an ET stunt. He got around the outside there. I mean, not every guy at his size can move at that. Um, and then the second sack you saw him, it was, um, you know, it was run action. He, he went up into the B gap and cut back underneath it. And I thought that was pretty solid, excuse me, C gap. He cut back underneath it. I thought that was really solid play. I mean, out of him, there's a lot of times D tackles. Once you get two hands on a guy, it's you know you're just plodding. But uh, to be, have the, the moxie in this to, to to rip underneath and get back in the gap and get upfield, he knocked the ball down too. So yeah, I think you're going to see him getting some play time uh, in mixed in there. And I think the odd man out is probably going to be Lancaster. You know, he's he's pretty much just an ugger. You know, he's going to go in there and and try not to get blown off the line of scrimmage on double teams, and you don't see a whole lot of movement out of him um, laterally, that is, but uh, solid, solid uh, at the point of attack. Um, So, yeah, giving these guys extra time without 97 in the lineup is only going to make them better down the road because they're going to have more opportunities, and you can feel good about spelling 97 and getting him off the field for a, a, and putting a young guy in or one of these three guys and, and be okay with it and not, not feel like you got to play him every down. Uh, we're talking with Eric Branchek of the Green Bay Press Gazette. Before I let you go, I, I found it interesting. Uh, a lot of people on Twitter last night calling for A.J. Dillon in the uh, fourth and short situations. And, you know, I, look, I understand third and short as well when you say, okay, that's a big bruising running back. But I thought it was very telling when Matt LaFleur said, a good running back, we want to get him more touches. But then he talked about how he's not running behind his pads. And, and I tried to explain the actual setup, the actual stance, where you're actually running behind your shoulder pads rather than in an upright position being able to be hit and driven back. So I, I think they're still working with A.J. Dillon now that they've got a little bit of a litmus test for him. So I don't expect him, unless he improves in practice, I don't expect them to really trust him to be the bruiser on third and short or fourth and short at this point until he's doing it consistently and running behind those pads in practice, which is the reason I would assume that we didn't see him in last night's game. Well, that is, you know, okay, so it's a rookie and you're playing in New Orleans against the Saints, against a stout defense. One of the things about big guys, if they don't run behind their pads, they're susceptible to the fumble. Okay, so that they're gonna get, they're gonna come through because they're not super fast. They're more relying on power, so they're gonna make an impact. Someone's gonna swipe that ball. That's that's you know that's a big concern. So you're gonna give the ball to a to a rookie in a spot situation in a tight game like this? Probably not. I think as the season goes on, you know, when the lead gets bigger. So you're talking a two-touchdown lead. You start sprinkling in some of the rookies because they're still rookies. Everybody everybody thinks that uh, if I draft a wide receiver on the first round, then he's going to come out and be Jerry Rice. Well, they're still rookies. It takes years for them to develop um, at every level. Um, you know, you can make an impact as a rookie and running back without all the question of doubt. Probably the biggest area on a team that a rookie can make an impact is going to be at running back. But 
when you have guys in front of you and you're in a tight game, do you really want to put the ball in a rookie's hands? I'm guessing not, uh, especially at this point. But I think, you know, as soon as they get some games um, where there's, you know, they're salting away in the fourth quarter and they need to, they have a big enough lead and they're not too worried if the ball hits the ground. Um, yeah, I think you're going to see him. And, you get, you know, you saw him against the, against the Lions a little bit and against the Vikings. But, you know, this was a different game, and I'm not so sure you are 100% um, feeling comfortable about that. But I think you'll see him, and I think eventually he'll he'll get some some uh, uh, some touches. And yeah, people are right. That's probably what you're thinking. You want to get your guy in there. But hey, listen, let's let's not uh, let's not put the cart before the horse. No doubt. Good stuff, my friend. We'll talk to you later this week. Okay. Yeah, great. Have a great week. Should be fun. Get some brewers to chat about. Everybody seems to be yeah, kind of weirded out about that. But heck, hey, they're in the postseason. What are you worried right? about? This is this is extra. Can it get any better? I can't. This think is of a extra. Situation. That's exactly yeah. right. You're 100 percent right. You're getting the bonus plan now. Good stuff, yeah. Eric. We'll talk to you on Friday. It's like going through the drive-through and they throw an extra thing of fries in there. Like, Woo! Hey, Jim, <laughs> here you go. All right, buddy. Talk to you all later. Right, I think we've all been there. I, I like that. Maybe you get that extra taco from Taco Bell or something. He joined us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. Eighty plus years they've been doing it. Call them eight hundred forty-four Pride to go to SchneiderJobs.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.